What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Unfiltered Collective Podcast, where we have candid, inquisitive, and intimate boomers about a random mix of contemporary issues, from culture, adulting, business, gender, to self-awareness. I'm Chi, and I'm joined by my friends. What's up, guys? Hey, guys. Hey. This is Zondwa, a.k.a. Zosh. Hi, this is Pulani, a.k.a. Pulani. So let's get right into it, guys. Our podcast today focuses on entanglement boys. So a few weeks ago, Jada Pinkett Smith brought herself to the red table and coined the term entanglement. So essentially, since Jada had a side dish, um, Will and her say they were separated at the time. And this side dish by the name of August was clearly loving her, but she reduced it to an entanglement. And my understanding of this, simply put, is having a relationship that involves three parties or, you know, it could be more. One of them being the entanglement. The entanglement, homie, is just good times. So don't be there with your emotions, falling in love. You are (laughs) for good times. And in the process, someone is being cheated on, right? So everybody in this room, right, we've all been unwilling participants in an entanglement. There is an August in all of us. (laughs) Unwilling. But what I want to address first, before we even get into like the entanglement boy issue, is the elephant in the room. So people are asking, well, essentially men are asking what the public response would have been if Will had the entanglement. So men are trash, etc., Apparently, there's a double standard at play. I'm not sure about this. I really don't see it. I mean, this has gone viral. We're using it as a segue for the podcast. I don't think she's been let off lightly as far as public opinion is concerned. But what are your thoughts on BMBs? Do you think women who cheat are treated with more leniency than men? Ah, please. I think men should just throw a pair, to be quite honest. They just want to be harder on her for... I don't know, for kicks. Women have been dealing with this stuff for centuries, bruh. Dealing with it for centuries. Now, all of a sudden, a woman comes and she's like, and Jada wasn't even cheating on Will. They were in a separation. The man was like, I'm down with you. So she did her thing, bruh. What was she supposed to do? So men are just being sensitive because for them, it's hard to believe that women can do those things. So they just need to grow up here, honestly. We've been... We've been that entanglement without even knowing it. And nobody came and said sorry to nobody. (laughs) Niggas will be ghosting you. They'll leave you. They'll be just like, yeah, it is what it is. Get over it. They're not going to sit there and try and... uh, No, man, guys. Like, mm -mm. that's my take. They just need to grow a pair. Uh, They just don't like the fact that it's happening to them. And now I think it makes them question some of them the reality that this could happen to them or is happening to them and they have no idea it's happening to them. They're just being fragile as far as I'm concerned. Jada got her own bra and she wasn't cheating on nobody. So let her entangle away. That's my view. Yeah, I totally agree with you. The lady wasn't cheating on anybody because they did both say they were separated. And no, there isn't a double... Example, let's look at another American celebrity couple, um, Dwayne, Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union. He was at liberty to do whatever he wanted to do. Then he had that baby. And then afterwards, they hooked up again. So I think people are only angry now with this situation because after breaking up, they decided 
to mend fences and get back together. And had had it been a cheating situation, you know, most men don't forgive their wives. They usually Mm-mm. can't stand another guy being intimate with their wives. So they're they're trying to make it, you know, into a situation that's similar to that, but it's not. They both said we had broken up and we at the time didn't think there was any future in this relationship. So really everyone was open to date whomever they wanted to open. I mean, they were open to date whomever they wanted to date. And as far as we know, it could be that Will was dating someone as well. It's just that that person hasn't stepped forth and announced that situation. It's only that August then had to step forth and say, hey, listen, I was in a relationship with this person because as he says it was affecting his business because people thought he was uh, a home wrecker. So he felt he was losing business partners and business deals because people thought she was messy. So he says he felt he needed to clear the air and vindicate himself. So people just need to chill, really. Yeah, and just to add, I just want to say, I think the reason why women are laughing about it and seem to be championing Jada on is because as women, as women, we know how long this has been going on for us as sisters. The stuff that women are expected to accept from men are things that men will never accept. How many people, how many women in marriages have their husbands have children outside of marriages? And those women are told, you know what? You need to go down on your knee and pray, brah, for that thing, for that husband. And you must accept that child into your home. Do you think a man, if Jada brought some, some child, a love child back home, will be still sticking around there? Men don't do that. Women are told all these things about how they need to stay and pray for the man and, you know. And be strong. strong. Yes, you have to be a strong woman. And being a strong woman just means you must endure this man's crap. He's cheating. You know what I mean? They're like, when he cheats, go down on your knee. How many men are told to go down on their knee when we cheat? And we don't even. There are stories (laughs) from back in the day where Men are sleeping with the help at home. Imagine if I slept with a garden boy bro, <laughs> and make babies and make babies with the garden boy. These are things that women have been enduring and are still enduring. And they are upset over a woman who was on a break, on a separation, on a verge of a divorce with her husband, who decided to make herself feel good. Now they're mad. Word. We never had friends. Word. You know what I mean? They need to just grow up here. That's that's as far as I'm concerned, because we've been dealing with this. But if we're being honest, yeah. though, there are some ladies who are seeing people on the sly and having children within the marriages that don't, that aren't their husband's children. And yeah. no one is none the wiser. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm not saying that women don't do these things. But if we're going to scale mm. it down, we we endure it more than men do. You know what I mean? So they are just upset. For yeah. Nothing, you know, yeah. there was a story that I once heard where this man was, he said to his wife, you know, just, just, he took out a suit. He's like, can you please iron this for me? I have to go attend a funeral. Where, where, where? No, he was not attending a funeral. He was attending his own wedding. Right. <laughs> these things happen right and so i think i agree Mm. in in the sense that you know cheating is cheating Mm. um i don't think women 
are lit off lightly either. But of course, a distinction needs to be made about, you know, were you involved with somebody else at the time or not? Um, I think yeah. that's also important to take into consideration. So let's jump into this entanglement boy situation, right? And so I think there's two types. So the first one is the brother who just won't commit, right? But he expects all oh, the girlfriend bruh. privileges. He's emotionally unavailable. He stays finessing you with his lies. He really couldn't care less about your feelings, right? And even though yeah. you know something is off, you stay, right? So that's the first brother. The second homeboy mm -hmm. is much like the first one, <laughs> but this one has multiple entanglements or he has a girlfriend or he has a fiance or for all we know he's got a wife and he conveniently forgets mm. to mention this very important detail in his life right and so bimbi's my question to you is like what are your telltale signs you know like what are those like alarm bells that go off in your head immediately and you're like mm, this one he's an entanglement boy <laughs> who wants to begin are such good chameleons you know when he's odd you really truly believe you are the only person that this person is seeing there is no other until that one day when you see the corner of your eyes and you're like wait wait is that no couldn't be and then when you approach him and you're like i saw you walking with a girl then he's like yeah, that's my girlfriend. And you're like, what the fuck? They will. Niggas, when you catch them out, especially the ones that have girlfriends, will like say that to you like you knew, bruh. Like, no, that's yeah, like, it's like, like you knew. Like it was common sense. Like it was there for everyone to see. So how could you possibly not have known? Uh, look, let's talk about my entanglement from last year. I think there, there was, I don't have any proof. But the way those that person's movements were going bruh that just told me that something was off first of all this nigga met him on the tins right he seemed all right he came through it's all good you know and he came he came through hard you know calling you every day or calling me every day and then we meet and it's nice okay after we meet you see now there's um hmm something funny and the biggest thing for me that I couldn't understand, he had this relationship he was always go uh, going on about his dad. He gave me some soppy story. This may be true, but I don't believe it. <laughs> he gave me some soppy story about how his dad had um, a stroke a few years ago. And yeah, sure, that's probably right. But for he would come and visit me for an hour or two you know, to just come have good times and then leave. And his his explanation or excuse was always his dad. It was always unhealthy. For me, it was an unhealthy situation. I was like, why is he always, no, my dad needs me. Da -da 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 -da. I have to go home. Some, his excuse was always his dad. And then I was just like, mm. and then another thing that I didn't understand is if he's calling me, he was always calling me, but he would always call me from the car. Never in ah, <laughs> dodgy, <laughs> dodgy, bro. And I was just like, "What is this? You calling me in the car the whole time on your way back from the gym or to work or whatever? But you're not calling me when you're at home." 
and it just you know and then one day like no I, I'll, I'll I'm, I'm inside the house and I would hear him going inside the, the house but the conversations wouldn't last long there was one particular situation where he called me and he's like he's inside the house and we're chatting and then the thing just went dead all of a sudden <laughs> and I'm just like okay it's a network now I'm calling him now he's not answering, but like we were talking, the next thing you know, it was the network, I'll call you tomorrow, something, something, my dad. That nigga lived with a woman, bruh, I'm pretty sure. And he always comes see me at, um, during the week. Tuesdays were his favorite days, like I'll come through after work. And I'm, I'm scheming, he would say to this chick, I'm going to the gym or whatever, or I'm working late, and he'd come see me. And after he'd come and see me and we do whatever we're busy doing, he leaves. I'm like, but why are you leaving? Like, why are you coming here on Tuesday on Tuesdays the whole time? You know what I mean? Ah, Brian, mm. no, there are so many tales in the sands with And he was not emotionally available. Like he would not communicate at all. I would try and get in. He would just not allow. It was like trying to get through a freaking concrete brick wall, bra. It was crazy. Y'all know the story, but when I those things for me were the tale to your signs. Yeah, you, uh, he was a lot. And I can absolutely relate to that. And I think, you know, you guys also know the story about um, my entanglement, right? And like Zoshi, like mm. the narrative is so similar where it's like this mm. person is available at particular times. Sometimes he can't speak. Mm. Like it's just off a bit, right? And I think for me, the reason, you know, and like the signs were there, but until it was proven to me with out of doubt, right? I kind of just ignored them. Yeah. And because he worked in the media space, right? And so he's a producer and I've also dabbled in that space. And, you know, as an actress, Zondra, you'll also understand like call sheets, uh, not call sheet, call hours are different. They could be at the dead of morning, yeah. right? And so yeah. I would get excuses like that. And like, I wouldn't second guess it, but it was like, ah, I don't know about this. <laughs> But okay, it's your industry, right? And then one day mm. I got a call from Old Bay. You know what I'm saying? And just so yeah. happens that, you know, she was feeling the same way. And homeboy just happened to be in my house. <laughs> mm, 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 so, you know, those situations where you're like, you know, when you pick up the phone and they're like, do you know such and such? And you're like, I know what this is. Bruh. 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 You know, I had to excuse myself from the space we were currently in and go into another space in the house because I was like, I'm about to have a conversation. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. Yeah, no, the telltale signs were there. But I think a lot of the time as women, like, we just don't trust our instinct. So I want to know from you guys, right? One thing that I think is very problematic is when people say boys will be boys. What the hell uh. does that mean, Right. There's this assumption that as a woman, when you are now in a relationship, you're blind all of a sudden. All of a ah. sudden, I cannot see all these fine brothers ah. walking around. It's a conscious <laughs> decision, right, that I've made to be your partner. And that's why I stay true. So I don't understand this boys will be boys as if we are blind when we are relation in relationships, but, you know, you're not. So what's your sense on this boys will be boys which i think is a double standard yeah and i also feel like the thing is do you think people are not approaching me when i'm in a relationship with you do you think there are people not sliding in the dms do you think that i'm not attracted to other people 
And I think that's one of the reasons why I'm probably still single because I refuse to be blind in a relationship. It's going to be a mess for us if you are out there doing your nonsense and you're expecting me to be blind because I'm not. It is a double standard. I remember the first time I was uh, my very first relationship. Met this guy who started dating in April. This is in high school. And then in August, he cheated on me. And I'm just thinking, yo, this has never happened to me. Like the whole school knows about it. It's a whole entire mess. Who do I speak to? Okay. Who do I trust the most? My mom. So I, I, I talked to my mother, like, mama, what do you do, man, when a guy cheats on you? And the first thing she was like, she's like, there's this saying in his closet that says, which means you've arrived where you have written to, basically. So, and she's like, what do you want to do? I'm like, ah, I, I can obviously I can't stay with this guy. He's cheated on me. He's disrespected me. And she said, well, you're going to leave them all. You know what yep. I mean? <laughs> advice I ever had when it came to cheating. And obviously in your head, that plants that there's the inception now that says, okay, well, this guy is also going to cheat on you. So what do you do? Are you going to leave every guy that, you, that cheats on you or... Are you going to fight for your relationship? So whereas my eldest brother, when his girlfriend, he really loved her. When she cheated on him, the advice that now we hear, he got was like, and she, she, apparently my brother was broken. He was crying. Blah, 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 blah. And my mom was like, but there are many women. Like, do you think that's the only woman that's there for you? There are many women. You can find women elsewhere and like what what's 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 the situation there's nothing wrong with your manhood if you think like there's something wrong with your manhood there's nothing wrong can you see the difference in those two um advices mm, that we got yes. do you know what i mean he was told that don't worry there's plenty of fish in the sea i was told well you go leave them all why didn't i get the same advice of leave that nigger there are more niggas out there in the sea for you to to just like find why didn't i get that so there's definitely a double standard it comes from our mothers it comes from their mothers it comes from our friends it comes from our society men are given the leeway that they can do whatever they want they they are not taught to relationship as we are you know what i mean we always i think complain about that men don't have emotional intelligence but i don't think even society gives them the chance to develop that emotional intelligence. They just say, oh, okay, he won't be able to deal with it. Or a man will respond that way because he's a man. How is he different from me? We, we, we both human. We both have feelings, right? If I can work through something, why can't you? So I agree. There's definitely double standards. Pooh, what do you have to say? This whole boys will be boys um, statement, I think it's just societal conditioning to prepare us so that when people do get up to mischief, then you can easily excuse it and say, you know, oh, well, boys will be boys, which is total, utter nonsense, mm. really. There's absolutely no reason why if someone feels that they need to pursue another relationship outside of the one that you're in, there's no reason why they should drag you into all of that mess. And then you should, I don't know, be there and be strong and be a true woman and all that nonsense. This person must just let you go if they feel that they need to go venturing out there somewhere. Unless you have uh, an agreement between an open relationship and then both of you 
can see whoever you want to see whenever you want to see them. What if they told you from the start that they don't want <laughs> a relationship, right? But now you're in your emos. Because there are situations like that where they're like, well, I don't want a relationship. This is good times, right? But like in the mind of the woman in question, like you're scheming, oh, I can change this one. You know, you can't change anybody, right? And so for me, fundamentally, mm -hmm. I respect an honest man. I respect you if you tell me that because then I know what I'm stepping into and I have a choice to accept it or not accept it. My issue mm -hmm. is with the ones who lie, who conveniently omit that they do have a partner, right? But what mm -hmm. is your sense, guys, about like situations where actually homeboy was straight up with you and now you want to be sad but the guy told you what must happen <laughs> and now you want to be yeah. sad i feel like i've been in those situations and i think the biggest thing as women i i hate that i have to generalize but i've, I've seen this in so many women where we think we can change guys whether and this is not just related to someone saying that ah, i can't be in a relationship we just always think we can change these niggas we think um he's he he loves you he wants to be in a relationship with you but he doesn't want to be married he's told you from the get-go that marriage is not his thing and you go in that relationship knowing that you want marriage but and you like this nigga and you think oh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be able to change him i think we do that a lot and people usually these men when they say this is what they believe in that's usually what they believe in and they don't budge in that and now you want to be acting and, and causing dramas but now with the entanglement situations i've been in a situation where i met a nigga and it just so happened that we found ourselves in this situationship <laughs> right and then he was just like um no i'm not really i don't want a relationship and i was like okay that's fine we're playing and then yo bruh i caught the feelings i could feel them coming i'm like yo i'm catching the feelings now <laughs> now i'm sad bruh you know what i mean and then there was an instant when i went to see him at his office and then there was this chick who's there and he was flirting with her and yo i was mad and then I says, okay, okay, goodbye, I'm leaving. And you could see that I was mad, but he was like a psycho narcissist, so he liked that. And then when we spoke about it the next day, he said to me, but you were upset that I was, with you actually were jealous, but I told you that I don't want to be in a relationship. And now all of a sudden you've, you've caught feelings. And I was just like, okay, yeah, so I've caught feelings. Now what must we do? I've, I've caught them and you don't want to be in a relationship, you know, so just let's just let it be. But then we carried on with our situationship. And then in the end, he ended up catching the feelings as well. And then we were in a relationship for a year or two. You know what I mean? So there are instances when you are in that and you both catch feelings, even though the agreement initially was, no, we're not going to catch feelings. And then there are niggas who tell you that, they are in a relationship. You guys remember the one where I went into the relationship <laughs> with someone who was in a fully <laughs> yes, <remember>. committed <laughs> relationship. Oh my gosh. And I, I, I don't, I just wanted that nigga, guys. It wasn't even a matter of the principles or morals. They just flew out the window. All I knew was at that point in time, that's 
what I wanted. I wanted that person, right? And I had him. But then when I saw him with his girl, I was sad, bruh. <laughs> very sad. And the first time it happened, I went to him and I said, look, I can't do this. I actually can't do this. This is not, I'm not designed for this. I'm not strong enough for this. This nigga cried, bruh. Ha, what was he crying for? <laughs> he cried, bruh. And this nigga cried and he said to me, Niggas are manipulators. He cried and he said, you know, um, I know what to do in many situations about a lot of things. I, I'm never confused about what I want or, you know, I always know what to do. But when it comes to you, <laughs> wow. when it comes to you, when it comes to you, I just don't know what I want to do. Like, I, I can't see myself without you, bruh. Nigga be crying at that time. I'm feeling special now. <laughs> because this <nigga> crying. <laughs> oh, and I think I should disclaim though that I was in university. So I was still young, right? So I think people mustn't now think now this was happening here in my 30s. I was still in my 20s where stuff was really reckless and early, early 20s. So yeah. So there are those situations. And then but the thing is, once you agree to that, you cannot now expect this man to treat you with the respect that you deserve because now you've signed yourself up to be disrespected, to be understanding. So basically, you're a side chick. And now you must hold your end of the bargain of knowing your place when that madam arrives, brah. So you can't be catching people. Hmm. You can't be causing dramas for that madam because you have signed yourself up knowingly full well that this man got someone he is very much committed to he just wants to keep you there guys i was convincing myself things like i can actually be a second wife <laughs> i was creating those stories in my head that you know what i think i'm going to be a famous actress and um I'm going to be too busy anyway to be tending to this man. So he needs a first wife. Yeah, man, we can make it work together. I'm now, because now, instead of leaving this situation that's clearly making me unhappy, I'm now shifting and making myself a freaking Rubik's Cube, bruh, so that I can fit this mold of this man to keep him. For heaven's sake, bruh, I don't even know why. But yeah, sometimes we as girls as well, are to blame. It's like that Olga situation with Jada. I'm pretty sure Jada was just like, look, I'm going through some stuff with my husband. I'm sure he told her. She told him that I just need something that's going to make me feel good at this point in time. That nigga, like me, caught feelings. You know what yeah. I mean? You can't be expecting to be walking into someone's life who's been through a situation with someone, a commitment for decades or whatever. And then you think they're in your year or two of good times. You're going to now all of a sudden um, take this man's place in this woman's heart or vice versa. It's not going to happen because there's just too much history there. You know what I mean? And people only leave people when they are ready to leave. And sometimes people just want to feel good. They just want, they're just bored of their relationships. Not that they want to leave them. And I think for me, that was my case. And in that case, I was to blame for not leaving. You know what I mean? And just being sad and causing traumas where I knew exactly what I signed up for. Yeah. Word. Don't know if I've answered your question of just, but like, yeah. 
Yeah, no, completely. And I suppose the other thing, like, for me is, like, why do we as women gravitate to entanglement boys? Do you know what I mean? Like, you've just illustrated Zondra in that one example, where it was, like, he was clearly engaged in something else, but you made a decision to be part of that situation. And then, of course, there's other scenarios where you just don't know. But, like, sometimes we consciously gravitate to entanglement boys. And I mean, like, for whatever reason, like you said, like, you know, you just wanted him, whether it's swag or he talks nice, whatever the situation is. I wanted him. That is not Mm. going to feed you. (laughs) That is not going to love you. Like, why are we gravitating to these men that we clearly cannot have in the long term? Hmm, It's just fun. They're just fun people. It's fun to be around them. You feel alive. It's electric. Mm. because the magnetism is so strong as well so you will find yourself just there you will also find yourself like you said signing up for things because well what are you going to do if you want to be in this person's life and you want this person in your life then this is the thing you're going to sign up for Mm. sometimes Mm. the thrill is 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 just it just outweighs the whatever's going to happen in the future because at that moment, that's just what you want. And these guys really are very exciting, as Bulani says. And they know they're exciting. You know what I mean? So I think maybe that's why we do those things. I don't know. But I will say it's because I was young. I wouldn't do that now. I definitely wouldn't do that now. But then, ooh, girl, you wouldn't have stopped me. Because my mind was set that I wanted that. I don't care. That's what I wanted. But I want to talk about, there's, you've mentioned these two guys that you spoke about, Heichi. But there's this guy that is very dangerous. That guy who is available, but not available, but very available. This guy <laughs> who will answer your texts. He won't make you wait for long, bruh. He's there. He's present for you. He's answering your texts, he's engaging with you. Emotionally, he seems incredibly available. This is the guy who you will make plans with, bruh. And this guy will show up. He's there for you. He's there. You feel like you are in a complete relationship with him. And everyone around you thinks you're in a relationship because you guys are acting as if you're in a relationship. He's opening those doors for you. He's telling you everything. He's there for you, bruh. But that nigga, not your man. That guy doesn't want a relationship with you. Everyone else will be like, but this is a relationship. What are you talking about? You're with this guy all the time. You're talking about him the, the whole time. He's calling you. You're calling him. You're out together. Your friend. You know what I mean? But now when you want mm-hmm. to have the conversation, that's when the fuckery begins. And then you are left confused and you are left asking yourself that, how did I confuse the situation? Was I imagining it? Did he not tell me he loved me? Did he not just like, then that's where I think it becomes real crazy. And then you, that's when the crazy begins in the head because you cannot understand how you have misunderstood. The only thing that's missing is because he didn't say, can I be in a relationship with you? Let's make it exclusive. But other than that, it was a full-blown relationship. And then when you talk about it, you'll be like, but we're not in a relationship. 
we never were in a relationship. What is that thing, guys? What is it? What do you call that? So, I mean, like, <laughs> it may be that I'm misunderstanding you, but, like, I'm comfortable with that, right? Because before you get into a relationship, you date, right? And oftentimes, mm. when you're dating, you do the things that partners will do, and then it kind of evolves into, like, okay, we're in a relationship, right? And so I'm comfortable with that. I'm comfortable with, like, having this person that we do all these things with. Because unless we've explicitly had this conversation... Like it's, mm. I'm, I'm cool with it, you know, but at the same time, some things happen organically. Like I've been in situations where, you know, I'm dating somebody and organically one day this person is introducing me as their partner. And I'm like, when did we talk about this? But it happens so mm. organically where it's like, I don't disagree with this, you know? And so like, I'm comfortable with like dating, I suppose. And once we've like established that we want to legitimize the situation or whatever, whatever it is, you know, we can have that conversation. But like, until that point, I'm like, yeah, brah, like, I'm not your girlfriend. You're not my boyfriend. Like, I don't know. That's just me. Maybe I'm misunderstanding what you're trying to say, but like, I'm cool with that. Bulani, did you hear what I'm saying? But is, so is, you'd say that is dating. <laughs> That's dating. And then someone decides, no, actually, I don't want to be in a relationship. But it was a full-blown relationship that just didn't have a title. For me, I don't know. For me, that's a relationship, right? It is a relationship. You know, these people like these ambiguity things mm. of, yeah, let's just go with the flow. Let's not define it. You and I both know we're having a good time. Mm. Let's just continue this good time and we'll see where it leads. Ha, the meantime... There are many of you going with the flow, mm. having a good time. <laughs> mm. I agree. But you know what? I agree. I don't think it's necessarily a thing of like, um, you know, let's go with the flow. Let's not define this. Do you know what I mean? Like you're getting to know somebody, you know? And so I think mm. a lot of the time what we also do as, as women or maybe men do the same thing is rush into relationships. The first person you meet must be your boyfriend. No, not necessarily. Give yourself the opportunity to explore and learn people, right? So for me, it's not about mm. like ambiguity. Let's go with the flow. It's about like, you don't jump on the first thing you see. Like take a moment to like reflect on whether this is something that adds value to your life in terms of partnership and whether you bring the same thing to the other person, you know? So, but that's just like the way I see this, you know, but. Yeah, I, I get that. She, that, that, that's a different situation. But when people start exchanging words, like I love you, you know, everything that's going on within their family. You know, for me now that's gone past that. That's we already know each other. We've, why are you telling me you love me? Why? But you raise a very interesting <laughs> point, Zondra, right? And so, mm. like, around entanglement boys, right? And whether, you know, they have told you from the get-go or they haven't told you, right? These brothers, homeboy, will have you around his family, will have yeah. you around his friends. Mm. Like, yes. And sometimes these other homeboys know that this brother has a girlfriend. Do you know what I mean? Or a partner. Bra. So what is Bra. what is that about? What is that about? Why do you have me around all these people that are, you know, by all appearances, meaningful in your life? You know, like, what do you guys mm. think that's about? 
it's just that's that's what I'm talking about. It's exactly what I'm talking about. Remember when I was there was a guy that I met while I was in university as well, and um, this nigga I came to Joburg, um, and <laughs> I went to go watch The Lion King. Anyways, he comes with his friends. They fetch me. Now we out in Joburg. He's showing me. He's showing me around Joburg and da da da. Now. I, I, I have a place to sleep, right? My friends were hosting me, but he's insisting that I go sleep over at his place. We go to his place, we get there, but we are now not getting in. It's, it becomes a secular situation. Blah, 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 blah. Um, next thing you know, okay, no, we'll go sleep over at my mom's place. All right, that's a bit too soon, but okay, sure. We sleep over at his mom's house. He has a little sister there. The next morning, he introduces to me to his mom. Mom, this is Zondwa. Sis, this is my girl. Blah, 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 blah. This child is probably like, what, seven years old or something? Now I'm out there with the family doing grocery shopping. The mother's calling me baby. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, I think when we, and then, yeah, okay, yeah. So that happens. And then now I have to go back to Cape Town, right? The weekend is over. Oh, during the weekend, anyways, he takes me out. He stays in Soweto. He takes me out to see his boys, bra. It's beautiful. I'm meeting all these people. I'm his girl at that time. His mother has my number, guys. Like within that space of that weekend, my ma- his mother has my number. His mother is calling me, hi, baby. You know, can I speak to so-and-so? It's like that. And I'm just like, whoa, I've never been introduced to a family like that. And so quickly, minute I get to Varsity, I get a text, bruh. Even before that, actually, when I was still in Joburg and we're leaving, now I see this picture. Now we eventually go to his flat. I see this picture of this lady. I'm like, who's this lady? And then he's like, that's my woman, bruh. But he doesn't say it in words. You know when guys do that whole motion where they touch their nipples from left to right to show you like it's a chick and it's it's his. And I was like, what the hell, bruh? No, but I'm I'm working on it. I'm sorting it out. I'm trying, we, you know, we're leaving and da-da-da-da. I'm like, okay, just hang in there. I'm like, okay. Next thing I get to Cape Town, chick is telling me, what were you doing in my house? Were you messing around in my sheets with my man? And I'm like, what are you talking about, lady? We were not sleeping in your house. We didn't do anything. This lady's been in a six-year relationship with this guy. Bruh. That family knows that lady. Do you know that that I had to end up counseling that lady, bruh? <laughs> counseling her. Telling her, no, you mustn't think that you're not enough. There's nothing wrong with you. She's like, I wasted six years of my life. And the mother knew about me. This mother just called me for money. She's going to church, blah, 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 blah. Because now she's the daughter-in-law. And she can't believe even the little girl didn't tell her that I was there. So that's the thing. These guys are available to us, but they are in entire relationships because that lady has been enduring that nonsense. She's had many means. And the reason I walked out of that situation was because she told me that at the end of the day, I know even now that you've broken up with her, with him, I know he's going to call you. He will keep on trying to call you. I'm like summarizing the whole thing because it was very dramatic. But he said, I will, he will keep on calling you. He will keep on doing that. And I know that because he is the man that I know. He's mine, basically. And she was saying that I will never leave him. You will leave before I leave. But he's not going to change. And she's accepting that. And I was just like, girl. I don't know what you're going to do from here on, 
but I'm going to promise you from my end, I will never engage with that nigga. This guy is still trying to contact me. That was why 2000 and what, guys? Eight. He's still trying to contact me now, 2020. <laughs> you know what, Zosh? That's like, it's crazy. Because particularly when you speak about the counseling, my, my entanglement situation was similar, right? Where you're now talking mm. to this woman and she realizes that actually you're not a threat you didn't know, mm. like you legitimately mm. didn't know, right? And then you mm. end up being the person who's like, you know, sister, you know, you must know your value. <laughs> and no, for real, fam. And this woman is like telling you the pains of her heart. And you know, you done did this, Bruh, you done did with that. that you are with. You know, ah, and you're just like out there and you're like, yo, it's, it's going to be okay, you know? And like in my situation i don't know about you zosh but like in my situation i was i was like heartbroken to a certain extent but i'm not a fighter i don't fight mm -hmm. for no man do you know what i mean mm -hmm. and even mm -hmm. in that moment of like i'm heartbroken i'm there counseling this other woman because like wait a yeah. she'd been there longer so man she's like experiencing some triple pain over there you know <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly the same thing it was literally to the T, the same thing. I was recommending books to this girl, self-help books. Like, you have to realize your worth. I'm breaking too. Like, my heart is also broken because I didn't know this was going on. This guy told me at the end that they broke up and now, next thing you know, they didn't break up. They never broke up. He lied. And now we out there counseling each other. Like, do you see the things that we go through as women? I'm being people and you, like, have <laughs> you ever encountered something like that? Having to counsel people. Yo, I guys. It's a lot. No. We never spoke. We knew of each other, but there was never an instance where we had a conversation about anything. I would think, in fact, perhaps I was once that the, the, the jilted girlfriend in a situation where I was in a relationship with someone for three years plus and he was cheating on me with someone and she made it a point for me to find out and then we ended up agreeing to meet and she was the one who was just, you know, sharing all the information, you know, coming with the receipts. This is what happened. This is what was happening where and so on. And she was counseling me, I guess. Ah, that's intense, right? But then there are those situations where girls are doing those things. And then why? Why do you want to be known of? What is your intention? Because you want to occupy space. Mm. that space of being you know the girl the girl you know the one that is introduced to family friends whoever you want to be that person you don't want to be the shadow person that is seen in secret on special days in the middle of the night where people don't even sleep over no you want this guy to sleep over at your place and for him to say to people no i'm with my girl when he's with you Mm. well mm. as far as i'm concerned i'm like you can be the girl i'm not i'm not mm. i'm not here for that be the girl guys this is um one of those conversations that will never end um and so i just want to thank everybody for listening in we'll be dropping an episode every two weeks so make sure to keep an eye on our page zoshi 
Polani, do you have any final things you want to say? Yeah, I'm just like, you know, people need to be honest in these situations. I think people need to be just careful with other people's hearts. That's all I have to say. You know, it, it goes beyond just playing around. This is someone's heart you're playing with. And healing is such a an emotional and draining situation. So don't put people through those things. Just like take care and spread love and honesty and don't play with people's hearts. Be kind, man. I think what I can say is, ladies, guys, if you ever find yourself in a situation and you can sense that something is off, but you don't quite know what it is, don't stick around to find out what it is. You know something is wrong. Run. Run for the hills. You'll discover whatever when you're out of that situation and you are far more sane than you would have been had you stayed in that situation and discovered then within that situation that something of this nature was happening. If you find yourself in a relationship and things are not adding up, trust your instincts. They're not leading you astray. Mm. Run. Mm word guys leave those entanglement boys and entanglement girls alone thanks for the chats bimbi um have yourselves a good evening bye bye, bye. bye.